Okay, so we did the introduction last week and his uh, kind of his disclaimer on, on uh, how to approach the safer and really how to approach any safer of this uh, caliber. And um, now we'll start Paragolf. So he says like this. Okay, so the idea, right, the the union of existence is one of those things that is something that the philosophers have um, argued about. Okay, it's um, different people have different attitudes towards philosophy. You know, some people have a very philosophical nature, right? enjoy probing and questioning and positing possibilities and counter possibilities and they enjoy all of the uh you know all of the um maybe you'll say some of the the vagueness of things they enjoy that ability to find something to just argue over some people are neutral to a philosophical idea you know if they hear it maybe they like it not necessarily going to be pursuing philosophy and some people just hate it some people just they just feel like all of this talk is just making making way too much out of things that are, are, are should just be simple. Okay, so we'll see what each 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 one of you can observe yourselves, and um, and uh, report to me later. So so let's take this. This is a good test case. Okay, so this is one of these ideas that some how people. Yahadis and the last one don't seem to go together. That's true. That's true. So then, then you have to really you have to work on that. That's a problem. So, um, so well, I mean, it depends on who you ask. Right? <laughs> depends on who you ask. Some people think it's not good to investigate these things. It's just have a little future. And they just start thinking about these things. Maybe you doing yourself a disservice. Okay. So here's one of these cases that, um, should we move into the other room? So the matter of existence, okay, uh, is an interesting, is an interesting, question. Okay, so he says, there's an argument about existence. The philosophers argue about existence. Is existence an accident? For, for, for want of a better term, is it a mikre, kara, la nimta? Is existence an accident, or is it part of the essence of the thing? Right, Yaakov, we were discussing this with the uh, Or Hashem in, in, in Crescus. That was his that was the beginning part of there. He was critiquing both of these approaches. But um, what does it mean to say that existence is an accident? I mean, I can understand you'll say the color of the table is an accident, right? Because it exists, the table exists with it or, or without it. You have a blue table, a black table. So all of those things are just accidents. I mean, maybe we should be a little more careful with, with, with the word accident, right? It's one of those words, like, has certain different meanings to different people. So the Hebrew word that he uses is, is a mikra, which means like an occurrence, right? An occurrence. So it means something that doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to um, be present uh, in, in a, it generally is something that's present within, within something else, but uh, doesn't define that thing, right? So if I say, the color of a table, so the, the, the color is not part of the definition, and the table exists with it or without it. You have different forms, right? Different types. So that's 
clearly the mind can separate out of the of the physical of the of the concept of table you can you can you can, you can separate out that which is essential and that which is not essential sometimes accident is, just, is taken to mean non-essential which begs the question what, what essential is but it's very very hard to wrap around your head around an idea of saying that existence is an accident right because if it doesn't i mean that means to say that it exists that would, that would imply that existence exists in something as an accident i mean it just it's just like one of those ideas that what do you mean existence is an accident? That's without existence, you don't have a thing. How could you say, in the stand saying, okay, I got the bag, like I said before, this jacket, all right. So the concept, the underlying idea of the jacket doesn't necessitate a particular color. So it happens to be blue, that's Mikra. Happens to be. But the jacket doesn't just happen to exist. It's not like, not like I just happen to take a jacket that exists instead of a jacket that doesn't exist. The salesman was trying to sell me a jacket that doesn't exist. Okay, I could pay him with money that doesn't exist, but nothing would happen. So what, what does that mean? What, what do we mean? Just just the idea of saying that it's it's an accident. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, right. So to, to, to accept this idea, you have to accept the idea, you have to accept that the, that when we talk about something, right, we're talking about it's a it's a concept of the thing. It's a concept of the thing, and and I'll read you a little bit from from the, the footnote over here in Friedman. Yeah, yes, you want to say something? Yeah, I just like the White House review. So he says like this. He says, um, of all things, of all th- this is a quote from. I'm not sure what it is from. Anyway. Of all things we notice in the universe, we predicate that they exist. We also speak of the things before they come into existence or after they have ceased to exist and say that they did not um, or that they do not exist. Right? So we say, oh, about the thing, that it exists or it doesn't exist. Right? We have, therefore, in our mind, two separate ideas. The idea of the thing itself and the idea of existence, which we can imagine as being combined or separate. The idea, okay, that's that's the argument that I can think of something, and it sometimes is 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 expressed like this: like a create, like a craftsman will have an idea in his mind, right? And he'll have an idea in his mind, and then he will apply existence to it, so to speak, right? Or like Yosef's case, he can remove it from existence, but before, during, and after. There is something that we consider the the essence of it, the idea. And if you accept that there's an existence, what kind of existence is that? If you accept <laughs> that there is such a thing as a as a as a as that essence, and sometimes it takes it takes a physical form, and sometimes the physical form is removed. Then we can talk about and, when we, and, when, and the physical form is what we mean by its its presence or its, its or for lack of a better term for its existence. Then you can conceptualize existence as something that is applied and can be removed or is apart from the essence of the thing. I mean, in a sense. What about that? Yeah. What about that? Are you just trying that? 
See if it works. Well, <laughs> 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 it works a lot of times. So. Yeah, <laughs> that approach requires a very strong assertion of the reality of ideas. Right? The reality of an idea and somewhat, something like an embodiment, like an idea becomes new. And then we can still refer to the uh, idea, even though it's uh, present, even though it's the physical manifestation is removed. And we'll call it, we'll call it a, an idea uh, coming into existence, uh, ceasing to exist. But we still call it, in all of the things, the, the, the thread that uh, the chuta sikra, the, the the thread that runs through it, the constant. There is a constant that runs through the state before, during, and after. And in that sense, we can say that there was something added to the idea, something joined with the idea that gives it what we call what we call an existence. Yeah. So in other words, what I mean, what we mean by existence is, in this case is that the idea alone is lacking in some sense. Lacking existence. It's lacking in some sense. It's not actualized. It's a potential. Yeah, the idea represents a potential. Right? I mean, if I have an idea of a table, part of the idea of a table is something that supports objects for human function. So the idea doesn't do that. Right? So, but that is the, that is the underlying concept. Right? But then it's, it becomes actualized when it takes on a physical manifestation. But see, it depends. The reason why I don't want to say physical existence is because it depends on what the it depends on what the nature of the idea is. What is it? What what it necessitates to give it actualization? You understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another example. A soul, an angel, right? <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So I understand how the idea of the table can only be actual. All right. Uh, this is a discussion that, that can go on forever. I mean, uh, I'm not getting any clearer. So let's, let's, uh, the point is, he, he's bringing this down for a point. Okay. So let's, it's, it's, it's good to, you know, think about it for a little bit. We'll give it some, uh, some play. But uh, I want, I do want to bring it back to uh, to the to the uh, to the point he's making. So that's one approach. One approach is that, like he says, existence, what we call nimta. Nimta means it's found. Simple word, right? That nechaku um, by by hametzias hanemar al al nimta min nimtzah. The presence, the findability of something that is found among those things that are found, the philosophers have argued, is it a mikra karala nimsa, something that occurred? That was, there was some potential, that's the way a lot of times it's viewed. There was a potential, became actual. Oh, or is it part of its very thing itself? Now, there's no such thing. As, as like the saying of the idea that became, that, 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 that existence was applied to. You, you have it here, you look at it, you say, what is it? It's a table. Okay. There's no such thing as the table without its existence. 
it's it's a fiction. It's a fiction. It's like trying to separate form and substance. You can't ever have something that doesn't have both. There's no such thing like that. Yeah. In this sense, then the idea of the table would just be that the carpenter has in mind something, some some brand new existence that he can bring out from this wood. But you don't look at it like the there was some kind of presence of an idea that was joined with the substance. Everything occurred sp- simultaneously, spontaneously in the in the moment of of. Uh, of, of the of the, of the um, manufacturing, and you don't look at it conceptually like like a pre-existing a pre a, a present idea that you apply existence to. That's that's just like an intellectualization of something, but it doesn't reflect any truth. That's the argument. It doesn't really reflect any, and 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 all of your questions are basically, uh, you know are based on that kind of a question. Like, what do you mean that the idea has existence? And is there existence? I think that's part of the RHM thing. Then what's the existence of that existence? Then you have to go out and find it. So it's simpler to say there's no such thing. You just have possibilities in your head. You have ideas in your head. Um, and those are things that you are capable of doing because you have imagination and you can imagine the thing happening. But essentially, when the... the, the, the Essentially, all you have when you say that it exists, it's just a uh, statement of the present, and there's no such thing as, uh, as as a concept of an application of of an accident of existence to a thing. This is one of those things that people get very worked up about. You try to tell them that this that existence is an accident. I've seen people get very worked up over this. So, <laughs> an accident of itself or an accident within the table. Okay, so what is this point over here, though? Remember where we are. We're in the correct region, the Maya machine. So he says, the Ulan, however, the shame Hametzias, okay, the the name of existence that we say about God, this is where he's going. E Efshaloma Bishehu Mikra. About Hashem, about Akarish Baruch Hu, we certainly can't take the first way of looking at things and say, his existence is an accident there. Okay. Ki hu yisporach in a makabal lemikrim. Karish Baruch Hu, we'll have to go into this further, but right now we're just assuming certain things for the purposes of this, of this chapter. He's assuming certain things. So says God does not accept accidents. does not accept mikrim. So if you're going to say that you believe the idea of existence is like I was saying before, there's a concept and then it's, and then, it's actualized, brought into existence, like a state. So it'd be like, it'd be like a state. Like this idea can ha- can be in different states. It can be in the in, this, in the state of of potential, actual, and then reminiscence. Whatever you want to say. But those are different states. Okay, you can't say that about God, right? You can't say that His existence has any connection with that idea of existence. Kemosha uh, Yavo. And it's also impossible, it's also impossible to say on the other side of thing, on the other side of the equation, that's a little bit a little bit hard to understand what he means there. Or to say it is um, his essence, it is like 
essential to him and added on his definition. Question is, what does he mean by the two, by those two uh, phrases? Why isn't it just atzmusilo? Going to the second side. One second, it says, mm-hmm. So he's saying philosophically, it's impossible to apply either idea of the existence to God. Can't say that God is a, God's existence is a mikra. And even if you say the other idea that existence is Atzmusi, still he's saying it would have to be in terms of God, it would have to be some kind of some kind of an atzmusi that's differentiated from others, which would require some kind of a compound. Okay, it's a little bit uh, unclear exactly what he means. The footnote here tries to elaborate on it, but basically what he's trying to express over here is that um, he says, and that's also impossible. And therefore, let me just finish, let me just get to the punchline here. He says, So now it comes out that since God's existence, his definition, his mahus, what he is, is completely hidden, like the Rambam says, and that, that, that this was the request of Moshe Rabbeinu, and the answer that he received was, Lo sucha liros Okay, so basically he's saying God's existence is not a mikra that's applied to a substance. It's not a mikra that's applied. It's not a, and it can't be uh, viewed as a, as anything other than his existence itself, than his definition, than his, than, than, than his um, definition itself. Okay, his true essence, basically his true essence and his existence can't be separated. You can't treat him like an idea that applies existence, and you can't treat his existence like just a regular uh, object, because then it would have to be differentiated from all other objects. That would, that would necessitate some kind of arkava, some kind of combination. And basically it comes out that it's impossible for man to have a true knowledge of God's existence, right? Because his existence and his essence are one. And even the malachim, he says, the, the Chazal say, cannot tr- truly understand God's uh, existence and his essence, okay? And nothing can except for God himself. This is where he's going. In Cain, So God's existence is completely hidden. Okay. She'en no hasharis. Therefore, it's proper for a questioner to ask and say, how is it possible to have a Shorish in the Torah to know God when knowing God is, com- when knowledge of God is completely, completely removed from us, completely hidden from us? How can we lay down a Shorish, the Torah, a locus, Okay, how can we lay down as a shorish to know God, to know God's existence, when no one, when nothing truly understands God's existence other than God Himself? How could that be a shorish and Torah? Okay, that's where that, that's now. Just to put it briefly, he's saying if you use either theory of of, of, of knowledge of existence that we have, you can say, what do we mean when we say what concept of existence do we have? Either one of those concepts cannot apply to God, because 
the idea of essence and accident is impossible because that would imply, because uh, God has no, uh, no accidents. And the idea of existence in terms of the atzmusi still means to say that the that each physical existence is differentiated from another because of some property, some morkav, and there's no morkav in God. So basically, none of the ways that we understand existence apply to God, and therefore we can't have any true notion of what his existence is. So therefore, how can there be a mitzvah, or how can it be a yesod of Torah? How could his existence be a yesod? If it's something that is completely unknowable? That's the question. So he says like this. We'll just at least start the answer. I don't want to leave anybody hanging with this. He says the tshuva to this. In case they go on a date. That's right. Is kilo yunach metzias hakel the we don't posit the existence of God as shorish in the Torah min hatzad shehu nimna hasaga from the side that makes his uh, he that, from the side that he is beyond uh, comprehension. So the 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 um, the fundamental over here of God's of Mitzias Hakel as a Shoresh is not from the side of His essence Mahuso. Sounds like a cop out answer. It's from the side that is capable of being understood. Okay, in other words, the way that we can understand them. And that is, mitzad hayos mushpo'os mimenu. From the framework or from the, from the path that, from the side, that everything that exists is, a, is influenced from him, is an emanation from him, so to speak. Okay, vehu ila lohem And that he is the cause of them and the maker of them. He says, from that side, okay, we can know God's, the, the loftiness, the malas Hashem, the greatness of God, from the fact that he is the creator of everything that exists in the tachlis Hashem in the in the ultimate uh, complete perfection and and uh, splendor. In other words, he's saying the mitzvah, the idea of the the the, the uh, what he calls the shoresh of mitzias Hashem that we have to accept and that we have to uh, know is not. God from, is not in terms of God's own existence. It's not to know him as he exists. It's not to know his essence. That would be an impossibility. It is to know the existence of God through, as the source of what, of all existence, as the cause of all that is present. And it's interesting, but not just a cause. We have to reflect from what we see that exists on the shlemus and the hod, we have to be able to be to hold that cause in high in the highest esteem and regard, and recognize from what we see in the creation something about the nature. I know we can't say that really, 
but something about that cause, some some godless and milos of that cause. Okay, so it says, in other words, it's we're not saying it's not it's not the mitzvah of, of, of the shorish of mitzvahs is not like uh, it's not like we're uh, we're taking God as a specimen. It's not like a like if you're a botanist or whatever, and you have to know all of the subjects to be uh, to be uh, you know. It, it, have the that uh, for that time. That's not that would be an impossibility. You couldn't take God as as an existence and say, study him, know him, understand him. That's that's an impossibility. Lo yirani other We'll have to we'll discuss. I'd like to discuss a little further why that is such an impossibility. You have to understand that clearly. Why such a thing is an impossibility? Says, so, but that's not the whole. That's not the idea of these. Are. The idea of these. So the idea of the shorash is to relate to God as the creator, as the cause of all causes, as the reason for all existence, as the sub, the, the, uh, the, uh, nimta. that's the essence of the, of the, of the, of the, of the Shoresh. And that we have an avenue to through, uh, creation. I'll just leave you with a question. I'll leave you with a question. Is it that really, well, 